Welcome to the Planet Mikey Podcast. Episode 100. Powered by Resonate, the greatest dispensary in Massachusetts. Located in beautiful Worcester at 1191 Milbury Street. For all your cannabis needs, purest CBD, the finest products from a company that cares about you, go to iResonate.com. Resonate, the official medical and recreational dispensary of the Planet Mikey Podcast. Okay, here we go. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio dial. Kicking it back, sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Oh my God, it's episode 100. I can't believe it. We've done 100 of these puppies. And my mental health is still languishing in the gutter. But that's okay. I feel good. I got uh, Resonate's specialty. Uh, it's called Dream Lotus. It's kind of a hybrid. <laughs> we Remember we tried this a couple, go- a couple weeks ago, guys? Yes. We were so stupid, but it was an enjoyable stupid. The uh, podcast is ready to rock and roll episode 100. And uh, we were on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. Uh, I have it on my Walkman, and you can follow us on Twitter at Planet Mikey if you want to. Uh, and we thank all of our fine sponsors, including, of course, Resonate, the dispensary, my grandma's coffee cake, the world's greatest coffee cake, the coffee mm. cake of the stars. Yeah. Right? And uh, what's the other one? Oh, Dr. Robert Hold Leonard. On. Isn't tonight's special guest going to receive one of those my grandma cakes? Yes, he is. And when we bring him in, we make sure we ask him Excellent. exactly what flavor cake he wants. Because yeah. I'm telling you, even Rob Reiner orders these cakes. Why is that a surprise? Yeah, there you go. It's a <laughs> big fat, fat fuck. <laughs> big fat tub of shit. All right, now, uh, our guest tonight is a, uh, a very, very funny guy. Now, you say, uh, we've had a lot of comedians on this show. Comics, I think yeah. you like to call them. Stand-up comics. Yeah. We've had, who have we had? Lenny Clark, Jimmy, Jimmy Dunn, uh, Tony V, uh, uh, Christine Hurley. Russo. Uh, Dave Russo. Who else? Glenn Ordway. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't stand up so much. But this guy is my kind of funny. Yeah. You know, he's kind of like he, uh, he looks at the world through, uh, well, he's stoned a lot, too. Yeah. His name <laughs> is, he's Will Noonan, everybody. Hey, Will. Hey, Noons. Hey, what's up? Can we call you Noons? It's- yeah, sure. Call me uh, Noonie. Some people, sometimes people, Noons, uh, Wilbo. Sometimes, I have sometimes a, I have just a... call me Barack, just for fun. Barack. Like, call me whatever you guys want. Yeah. <laughs> I have a son named Will. He's 10, and he, uh, I think he may, he might weigh more than you do. What, what, what do you weigh, Will? <laughs> I'm coming in at like about a, a buck 60 right now, but buck 60, um, yeah. sometimes... Sometimes buck sixty five if I've if I've been hitting the fudge stripes late at night. <laughs> the Keebler elves. The, my son Will is one twenty, but he's only ten. I think he's going to be a linebacker. Why are we talking about ten your years old? One twenty. What are you yeah. feeding that kid? Every, like Great Dane. Every food. <laughs> I give him large chunks of whatever he demands. You know, it's like throwing meat at the lion cage for this kid. He's a. Uh, why am I? You're right. Why am I talking about my son? <laughs> I don't know. Because I think he's going to be such a big kid. I'm a little afraid. I'm a little intimidated by the kid. I want to make sure he knows I, I love him. <laughs> so, Will, where are you from? What town are you from? Are you a Massachusetts guy born and raised? Bra- raised? Yeah, born and raised. I was born uh, <laughs> in the back of a barbecue restaurant, and I was raised my whole childhood. Yeah. Um, what town was that? That was, a, 
That was a barbecue joke, guys. I, I thought I'd get a little something on it. No, I got you. I got you. I'm laughing, guys. I'm going to grill you on that later. Uh, hey, uh, I was born in Milton, Mass. My uh, my dad was a Boston cop. He's retired now, and my mom was a Milton public school teacher. And uh, that's where I grew up. And I moved to New York City when I was 18 years old to be an actor and uh, started doing stand-up a couple years later and and then uh, moved back here when I was like 26 years old. Oh, okay. So you didn't stay in New York that long, not long enough to ruin you. Uh, I mean, I was kind of ruined. I was there for like nine years, and then I came back to quit drinking. And then I was like, you know, I like it up here, and I stayed up here. <laughs> See, I have, Wait, I, you came here to quit drinking? I know that's how bad I, mean, I was. Uh, it's kind of I was a karaoke host in New York City, um, which is like maybe the lowest rung of any type of job where you can actually get paid to get hammered every single night. Don't I know? <laughs> it. I always say, really, like, Car- karaoke or trivia? Which one's worse? Uh, I you know it's you know this was so long ago that trivia was just getting started. We were talking about them like skiers used to talk about snowboarders. So we're like, who are these guys? <laughs> and then, like, but it was in our contract that we would get free booze everywhere we went. Right. And um, and you meet a lot of I women too. You meet some hot women at a karaoke bar, don't you? Absolutely. I think I met a lot more women doing that job than I did doing stand-up comedy. Than I do me doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. Uh, my girl, my girlfriend's looking at me right now, like, uh, "Oh, really? Yeah. What, well, how many are women are you?" <laughs> All of them. All of them. Uh, that's well. That's good to know. Your girlfriend isn't going to leave you over this podcast because this is you know we get into some pretty heavy topics here. You lived in New York. I went. To, I lived in New York for about seven months, and it was when I worked with. Uh, your friend, uh, Anthony of Opie and Anthony fame uh, at WNEW. I got uh, you know uncertain. Oh man! Yeah, I got I didn't that's know how, that. That's how I know him. Actually, I know I know Anthony because he used to call my TV show. We had no delay and we had live TV, and he'd call up when he was doing the um, the AAF morning show, Opie and Anthony, and he'd call up and he'd say butt plug on the air. <laughs> Just, <laughs> he sneak told me about. I never. Yeah, I can put that together now. He talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of fun. But I, then I worked with him in NEW, and he was, of course, the funny of the two. He's definitely the funny one. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I grew up listening to the Opie Anthony show, and and then listened to it at like a couple different stages in my life. And I always just thought both of them were really funny, funny together. Uh, Opie's gotten a little weird in the past couple of years. Hmm. I'm kind of, it's yeah. <laughs> putting it politely. Kind of interesting, haven't we all? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You By the way, Ben, could you hold something. my? He got like COVID weirdness before everybody else. <laughs> but... Right. Uh, so Anthony is, uh, but you you do stuff with him, right? You, you you're all over the place. You've got stuff on the internet. You've got a website. You're doing club stuff. You know. Uh, sometimes these days, though, I know we had Tony uh, Tony V on. He said. I said, what's it like doing a show at a drive-in? And he said, well, it's the first time I've ever gotten a beeping ovation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. I was telling so not I don't want to knock the gigs because we gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Like it's it's better than nothing. It's much, much better than nothing. But I will say it's I keep saying it's more like some type of nightmare about doing stand-up comedy that you would have than it is like doing like it's like a dream you would tell another comedian like yeah I had this weird dream where there were no people only cars and and no laughing just honking <laughs> just the weird feeling to look out at 200 cars but 
it's kind of cool at the same time. You yeah, know, it's kind of cool. Like well, it's, movie. it's cool, but it's so shitty, though. The world is <laughs> shitty right now, isn't it? It's like, God damn it. Can't somebody straighten all this shit out and make me... So, I mean, I've been depressed. It's just nothing's the same. I can't even take a happy dump anymore. <laughs> Wear your mask you know, in the bathroom. You're... You're not wrong. I've been I, I'm I've been masking up to do that just just to be safe. You know what I mean. <laughs> so put the mask on just to take a number two. But it's um it does kind of suck right now. I try, I try not to focus on it too much. But then you go outside and you see like kids playing in masks and uh, no one wants to kiss me anymore. You know they didn't want to do it the first time, but now no one wants to kiss me. People are really scared. Yeah, I miss the women just walking up to me in the street and wanting to French kiss like they used to. I mean, so I cut a hole in my mask just to be, just in case. Yeah, guess what? Nothing. Not even a fat check. <laughs> people just French guys sticking baguettes in there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's like, yeah. What was that joke? Stiglione joke? Is it, you're you're so ugly the the proctologist shoves his finger his finger in your mouth, Joe. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think a few guys are still doing that one. (laughs) I heard that one at Calhoun last year, I think. That's good. That's good. They probably had the same wings out there for everybody to take on a buffet. You know, um, Will, i got to ask you, though, how's how's your podcast? It's going pretty good. So we kind of moved it. It's on, you know, it's on on the YouTube. (laughs) And uh, so it comes out every Thursday at noon. It's hypothetically... Um, well, so 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 that's the whole thing. Hypothetically, is kind of was a podcast that I did for years that I sort of stopped doing. Yes, yeah, so you do the Noonan Show, which is my new podcast. Oh, that's much more. That's much more truth based. Yeah, you know, the Noonan Show, man. It's more like of a real polished show, like this one we're on right now. But like, hypothetically, was like kind of just me in my car driving to gigs, uh, talking about. It. But it was kind of interesting. I started doing it when I was really, really new in the business and I was doing some pretty crappy gigs and I was on some pretty long drives and then over the years doing the podcast the gigs got a little bit better and then uh, like a real like a real dickhead I just stopped doing it <laughs> <laughs> well you know we gotta get we should get the high the hypothetically you know someone should steal that because it's really great that's a good one but the, the high I know I still got it and you know it came from a joke that I had because I used to say I uh, I smoke weed high is how I get I, I, I go hypothetically I smoke weed high is how I get pathetically is how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It reminds me of what you say, you say about my ex wife. You know I said people say what happened with your first wife? I say well it was incompatibility, my income and her compatibility. I'm glad I want to take we should get him to go to the hiatus that's the same kind of pun we're using there the hiatus uh, podcast we're going to do on TV here from the uh, my favorite dispensary it's commercial time yep time this make sure it's not over 60 seconds the best dispensary (laughs) in the commonwealth and I'm going to take Will Noonan in there I'm going to treat him to some dream lotus I'm happy to announce resonate in Worcester our fine sponsor Ooh. of the Planet Mikey podcast. Resonate is a Massachusetts company. Okay, this all comes from within. They've got a grow plant, which is gigantic, and they've got 15 different strains going at that time at that place. Top-grade flour, vape oils, tinctures, edibles, whatever you want. The expert horticulturalists and scientists at Resonate make it their mission. From seed to weed to make it the best for both medical and recreational consumers of cannabis, of which I am both. <laughs> Ben and I toured the facility, and we were amazed by the place. Right, Ben? 
amazed. It was amazing. Yeah. There was no finer dispensary. Are you timing this? Yes, keep going. Then uh, no, no finer dispensary than Resonate, 1191 Millbury Street in Worcester, right near Route 20. You want Blue Dream? 20.1%. How about Dream Lotus? Oh. We just ate some of that. <laughs> 24.6, baby. Try Punch Breath. Try them all. Tell them Mikey Adams sent you from the Planet Mikey podcast. Doesn't matter whether you're uh, an Indica person or an Indian person or a Sativa person or a hybrid <laughs> person. We don't give a rat's ass, and neither do they. You're going to love the stuff they have. Can you say that in a commercial? At Resonate. 1191 Milbury Street, Worcester. Void where prohibited. Member FDIC. Now we're back to the show again. See how was that? Sixty seconds. That was right on the money. Yeah, sure. That was flawless. That was a flawless read. Jesus. Mikey, forty-seven years yeah. in radio. You'd think I'd have a better gig, huh? I'm in awe. <laughs> now you did hey, radio. Man. You did. You no, know, a- we should work in. You seen what Lemur's up to these days? <laughs> Who, who's that? Reamer. Oh Reamer. no, no, I'm taking no. a shot at the. The Velveteen Ream. I love him, by you the way. You do? I think he's kind of annoying, to be honest with you. He, now, I like him a lot better than Mutt. But you were on yeah, well, you were on AAF with all those guys. Who did you enjoy working with on AAF back when they were uh, a station? I used to love working with Nick Stevens and, uh, and Matty Blake. Those oh, I love guys those guys. I really, I really loved working with. Like, uh, I did a lot of, like, four-hour shows with them. That, were, that was like a dream come true for me growing up listening to AAS and I mean, I'm a, I am mean, it sounds corny. I am a big radio fan my whole life. So it's like having met Artie Lang and, uh, done radio with Artie Lang, Jim Norton and like Anthony. Yeah. And now you Mikey, it's just, yeah. like, <laughs> right. I'm, 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 this is like gotta be the I'm biggest not, feather in your cap. Top of the heap right here. <laughs> Which yeah, one of these is not like the like others. Every, it's crazy. You know, I had a boyhood dream about AAF too. It had to do with Liz Wilde and and Mistress Carrie in a Jello in a Jello wrestling motif. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear about Liz Wilde. That's a name. I, I mean, I <laughs> I always use her as an example of like the first person on radio whose voice I had heard. I imagined like a whole you know person in my mind, and then I saw her at like a Newberry comic signing, and yeah. it was it just it wasn't the same. She had, she had, um, she sent me a bra, which I opened on TV on live television. She sent this because I used to talk about AAF all the time on this show. They were pranking, and then she sent me a bra, and I don't think it was one of hers. It was way too big. I mean, honestly, we could all fit our head in any one of the cups. And she, she was teasing me. She was teasing me. Is what she was doing. Now you're Irish, yeah. Irish Catholic kid. Yeah, I went to Catholic school and. Uh... All that, <laughs> all that baggage, <laughs> got all that. Is it is it really baggage though? I mean, don't you feel like of all the kinds of people in the world that young Catholic boys uh, grew up with uh, better morals than than most of the other kids in the neighborhood? I guess so. I I didn't really. Uh, I mean, I don't, the whole baggage thing. I don't think is anything too like really important. But I do think like no one really truly enjoys sex as much as they could. I would take that 25% of, like, sexual enjoyment back that, like, the Catholic Church takes away. Yeah, right. You know, uh, just, yeah. <laughs> just that little bit of sh- You could be, like, there's, like, porn stars who probably went to Catholic school and there's still, like, 10% of their mind that's, like, this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about the Irish stereotypes? I'm half Irish. Do you, did you ever get, get any of that to, to the point where it sickened you? 
where people would say, "Well, you're Irish. You, you know, you're the, the drinking part of it. Uh, you know." Oh, I well, I hit them all. Like, um, my biggest one is how pale I am. Uh, <laughs> like, people really can notice that. Like, uh, my face and hands and stuff aren't that pale. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if I take my shirt off, it's like shocking to people how pale <laughs> and Irish I look. Like, and. So that distracts from how small my penis is or how <laughs> bad my drinking problem was. Right. But I was like, I hit all three. Um, other than, <laughs> if I could grant wishes, uh, I would have been a leprechaun. Other than that, I had all the other factors. Yeah, because I'm half Irish and I'm pale too. I, my, my ex-wife wanted to go to a beach one time, and I, I, a nude beach. She wanted to go to a nude beach. I said, honey, two things that, that don't go with being Irish, nude and beach. <laughs> I mean, it's. I, I actually have a joke in my act about going to the beach here in Southie, and it's all about Irish people. It's like the least sexy beach you've ever seen in your life. Yes. And it got me thinking that of all the porn categories online, there's like 700 porn categories. But if you type in Irish, it's just nothing. <laughs> there's no, it's the only ethnicity without a porn genre because it's like, who wants to watch that? <laughs> right, right. Pud, Pud O'Reilly. Uh, I got a, an Irish joke for you. Ready? Uh-oh. Yeah. So all, you guys all ready? So yeah. old man Murphy and old man Sean were contemplating life when, when Murphy s- says, if you had to get one or the other, would you rather get Parkinson's or Alzheimer's? And Sean says, I'd rather have Parkinson's. It's better to spill a couple ounces of Jameson than to forget where you keep the bottle. <laughs> no, no, that's not my joke. Seriously. I, I have a real Irish joke for you. Oh. You ready? Are you going to be in, yeah. ca- in character when you do this? No, I'm not going to do, try to do an Irish accent. Oh, I don't want sense. people to stereotype me, Smitty. Uh, I like when you do that. I'm half English. Oh, it's, sort of, it's an homage to your heritage. So Murphy, Collins, and Vella is an Italian guy with him. He was drinking in a pub. When a drunk comes in, he staggers up to them. He points at Collins. He says, your mom's the best shag in town. <laughs> now, everybody thinks it's going to be a big fight, of course. But Collins ignores the guy, so the drunk walks away, sticks his nose into a pint of Guinness, and then he comes back 10 minutes later. And the drunk says, at Collins, he points at him, he goes, I just screwed your mom, and it was great. Again, Collins refuses to take the bait. The drunk goes back to the end of the bar. 10 minutes later, he comes back and says, your mom said it was the best thing since sliced bread. So finally, Collins says, go home, Dad. You're drunk. (laughs) (laughs) The end. So you actually did karaoke in New York, Will Noonan? Yeah, that was sort of, it's a weird, that's how I got into it. I was an out-of-work actor. I took a job, and my friend hooked me up with hosting karaoke and bars. And then through doing that, I realized that I maybe would be good at stand-up. I was always a huge fan of stand-up, like really big fan. Uh, But I just thought it was like playing pro baseball. I was like, how do you get into that, you know? Um if I'm doing karaoke, I would have these four hours, and sometimes, like, no one would sing at all, or they wouldn't, like, you know, three people in the four hours, so I had to earn my paycheck. I had to, like, say some stuff and show some time. I developed a little routine, and uh, that was that. I kind of just, like, started doing open mics, and, uh, and it just uh, all took off from there. Something I ask every comic that comes on this show, because I'm just curious to see what everyone's kind of uh, personal tastes are in their own profession, build out your like dream uh, showcase or whatever, three, you know, an opener, a middle and a closer, your favorite comedians, however you want to build it out. Cause there's always very varying and interesting answers when I ask this. 
Are we talking like alive right now or all time? All time. Yeah. Even dead people. Oh, all time. Oh, it's man. even more fun if they're dead. Uh, all time greatest show I think I would ever see. The opener, I would have uh, Jerry Seinfeld. The middle, I would have Dave Chappelle. And the closer, I would have Richard Pryor. Oh, yeah. Wow. I like Wouldn't that, that be great? Yeah. You'd like... Get you get all warmed up on Seinfeld's like well crafted like super wordy jokes, and then it would get into Chappelle's kind of like jokes mixed with just his own kind of vibe, and then it would be Richard Pryor, which is just like a hundred percent vibe. <laughs> yeah, and he's he is dead, so that would be even more special because oh, he's super dead. Yeah, he's you have dead. him back, and you know people are going to flock to that puppy. You know, you might have noticed, Will, we have a lot of commercials in this show, and. Despite that, I like we, that. We make fourteen dollars an episode each. <laughs> NFL <laughs> NFL football continues on by the way, I just want you all to know, yes, I did make some bets this past weekend. You did. I got my ass rump hived. Yeah. I mean, it was like ridiculous. It was bad. I did I lost too. I lost I, I just God, I don't even want to think about it. But the good thing is that I'm an optimist. And there's always next Sunday, everybody. Uh, the NFL football <laughs> betting on betonline.ag is the best place to go if, if, you, if you're going to do this. And uh, I, I was going really well. I was making a lot of money. You know, I, I, bought, I bought a new shirt. You were like Nostradamus for a while. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I bought a really nice <laughs> shirt. And I got to tell you, they, as, as great as the shirt was, the folks at uh, Old Navy were happy to see me. Uh, and no matter how you schedule your change, <laughs> what's going on? What? What? What is? You, I'm smoking b- Dream Lotus. What do you expect me to make fucking sense all of a sudden? <laughs> all right, the fastest updated odds in the industry are on BetOnline.ag. If it's pronounced phonetically, it's BetOnline.ag. And there are all kinds of options for you to wager on anything you want to. Right. You can, right. You head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great mid-season bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet online, your online sports work experts. Hey, like, uh, how's ne- the passion in that read? Next time, How dare you? Can you put a little fucking effort in? Not really. I'm just honestly, I got other things going on. We got Will Noonan here. That Funny. was 60 seconds on the button. I want to know where I can see Will Noonan live next time you're live. When's that ever going to happen? Can we go to? Can we There's go to? Actually, no. You can see me live this Saturday and Ooh. next Saturday uh, if you're willing to drive to New Hampshire because that's where I'm going to be. Where in New Hampshire? Yeah, what's going on there? So I did this. Actually, I've already done this run of shows. I did it back in July. I was one of the first comedians. I actually was like the one of the first, if not the first, guys to go do an indoor show. I went up to New Hampshire and Chunky Cinemas, which are you know the big, huge cinemas. Yep, I've been there. They do. Yeah, they put live. They put on live comedy. They they did comedy there before COVID, and now uh, with COVID. They've, you know, taken out half the seats. It was already really spaced out. So I went there in July. I did all the Chunkies. New Hampshire was like three or four of them. They're awesome. And it was a great time. And now in November, I'm going back and doing them again. And, like, it's it's a, it's a blast, actually. And, and it's funny. During, you know, before, it used to be kind of this weird gig. It was like, oh, I'm going to do a movie theater. Like, wow. You know, and now I'm like, man, it's like the be- it's like one of the best times out there. <laughs> In this movie theater. Do you get free, big free large tub of popcorn? Yeah, they let me watch uh, Toy Story three and have the popcorn. <laughs> and, uh, 
I, I swim around in it, and no one even cares because they're like, that guy's been on TV, so that's <laughs> right. better. Plus, no one's going to eat it anyway. Uh, now, you, this is kind of weird. I'm reading stuff about you that I found on the Internet. By the way, oh, you should nice. have a Wikipedia page okay. so we can you could put lies in there and make it really cool stuff. You know, that's what everybody does on Wiki- Wikipedia. They make up shit and then they they edit their own page. <laughs> you ever notice that? Oh, I I I need some access to that because I don't know how to edit that stuff. No, I, I don't either. But I, you know, there are people out there that uh, that do and they can make anything happen for you. But you've oh, been man. you've opened for uh, let's see, Bill Burr. Right? Yeah. Uh, Sarah yeah. Silverman, Amy Schumer. Uh, I'm reading all these famous names you're co- corroborating with. You've been on Fox, MTV, Hulu, Sirius XM. You've been on AAF. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Yeah. You've been on Anthony, <laughs> Anthony's show. Uh, and, and is this true that you have a follower on Twitter? Because I follow you on Twitter. That's how I got to know you a little bit, was following you on Twitter. But Barack Obama follows you? That's true. That is true. What's up uh, with that? And what's funny is I didn't even really think that that was that big of a deal because um, he follows like 500,000 people. Yeah. But I guess it still is a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Because I, I kind of told someone, I told my girlfriend saw it and she was like, what? And I told uh, a person, I'm like a guy I'm working with about it. And he's like, dude, you should put that in your bio. He's like, That's really cool. So I was like, all right, I will. That is and, really uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Glad you asked about it. That's I am happy about it. I'm proud of it. You know, uh, like, you know, I got a like from him once back in the day when he was like president. So I forget what the joke was, <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was about basketball or something like that. That is un- that's unbelievable. I, I follow uh, on my f- Twitter is uh, I have two of them. I have at Planet Mikey, and then I have at Mikey Adams 420. I follow exactly 420 people. And there's a reason yeah. for that. I can't remember what it is, but it's a good one. And I, of course, that doesn't the 420 people I follow doesn't count my that ex girlfriend I've been stalking for four years. <laughs> you should see her now, though. It's hilarious. Um, I tried to do that for a while. I tried to follow 420 or 690. Yeah, I can never do. It. I think I swear Twitter's up to some fucky shit lately. They like follow and yep. follow people for you. Yeah. Well, they and they a whole bunch. I lost a whole bunch of followers. I didn't even tweet, and I lost like a bull, hundreds of followers. I think it was politically uh, motivated, or they were trying to silence me, or maybe it's my, my, my odor. All of the above. Or, yeah. Yeah, all the Russian bots get killed at the exact same time, and I lose like two thousand followers. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I was looking at it this way. I got I follow four hundred twenty people, and the rest of the people are assholes. Every single one of them. You know, no, actually, the people who don't follow me are assholes. <laughs> that's what that's about. Now, you uh, you like karaoke? You said right? Yeah, I wouldn't say I like it that much anymore, but. Uh... Well, let me ask you. You're familiar with jo- you're familiar with Joe Castiglione. Oh, I love Joe Castiglione. I was just talking about him earlier today. And Jerry and Jerry Truppiano, his ex radio partner. We get them together at the end of each podcast, Will, for a, a little karaoke session. So we're in the dressing room. Right we like now. your yeah. We'd like I'm your excited. comments. Your comments on this rendition for you. We got, get Joe and Jerry. Come on out here. Come on. Yeah, Will's going to listen. He's going to judge. Ready? Start the music. You ready, Joe? I'm right here, Jerry. I've got you. (laughs) Under my skin. I've got you. Deep in the heart of me. So deep in my heart that you're really a part of me, Joe. 
I've got you, Jerry. Under my skin. I tried so not to give in. I said to myself, hey, this affair never will go so well. But why should I try to resist when, darling, I know so well at Shaw's that I've got you <laughs> under my skin. I'd sacrifice anything come what might for the sake of having you near, in spite of a warning voice that comes in the night and repeats and repeats in my ear. Don't you know, you fool? You never can win at Shaw's. Use your mentality. Can you believe it? Wake up to reality, Jerry. And each time I do, just the thought of you makes me shart right in my pants. Because I've got you, Joe. Under my skin? Under my skin, asswipe. <laughs> there you have it. Thank you, guys. Nice job. Wow. Nice Can I job. say without any irony whatsoever that I absolutely fucking love that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, next time you need an opening act. <laughs> oh, with all my heart, I love that. That was great. So, well, uh, come Christmas time, there'll be a full album of yeah, those. Yeah, we're going to do some Christmas hits, Will. Uh, well, we, but... I'm in, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to run by the flavors of the, because I promise every guest a fabulous My Grandma's Coffee Cake, 1-800-8-GRANDMA. <laughs> and uh, it's mygrandma.com. But if, you, if I rattle off the flavors, you tell me which one sounds good to you, all right? Because we're going to ship this to you. Okay. Uh, the obvious cinnamon walnut, there's cinnamon without walnuts, there's banana walnut, there's blueberry coffee cake. These are, this is the coffee cake of the stars. There's uh, coconut <laughs> pineapple, there's uh, Ted Williams mm -hmm. chocolate. Did, w any of those sound particularly interesting to you? The blueberry, and then, but then you said Ted Williams chocolate there at the end. That really sounded like something I'd be into. All right, well, well, we'll make sure you get one of those, too, and it'll be shipped right directly to your house. And we want to thank you, Will Noonan, for coming on the podcast tonight, everybody. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Thanks, uh, thanks, Mikey, and thanks, Ben and Bill. I just I just want to say this was this was an honor and a pleasure. And thanks to Joe Castiglione and Carl as well. You know, this was like, I can't believe it. You demand. We all got together. You demand, Will. Be, you're my second favorite, Will. Uh, be be uh, safe. Appreciate that. Be healthy, too. You too, guys. Thanks. Thanks again. Really appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Take care.